Hi. Hello. I wasn't listening, so I hope I didn't cut it off. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. It's morning. Good morning. It's, it's Sunday. <laughs> uh, what's what's going on? I mean, not too much. Yeah. You made me this nice coffee, <laughs> which I've been sipping. Well, on. I, I, yes, I made it. By hand, actually, Thank it was you. already it was already ground, so I didn't do anything. I just put it in the coffee. Pop maker. it in there. <laughs> Here you go. Press a button. Have some, put some have water some in coffee. There. <laughs> hello, hello. I, yeah, it's it's. Uh, we went out to a nice date night last night. Mm-hmm. Had some pizza. Very very tasty, very tasty pizza. Though. Now I learn next time you would like to try another type of pizza. Yeah. I We've just, tried three. Yeah. Pepperoni is so basic. I don't know. I, I Too feel like... basic. <laughs> but it's interesting that you say that because I was like, oh, you know what I want to try? The margarita pizza, uh, which is arguably even more basic. No, margarita is more interesting. <laughs> the There's basil? more than one topping. Well, it's just basil. Well. For there. For there. Okay, I remember okay. it being just, just three. Yeah. Because know. why pizza? Why pizza? I don't know. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> we played a game yesterday called Why Pizza. It set us uh-huh. all up to want pizza. <laughs> Something about that. Yeah. Cheese. Pizza. Well, it was, okay, to be fair, before we played, we already made the reservation. Yes, that like, is absolutely pizza. true. Because this place isn't open on Sundays, I think. Or but you like suggested that. it, and you had already picked the game, I did. so it may so it have been, been in the old brain there. It could have, it could have been. <laughs> why in pizza? Because <laughs> pizza good. Because I knew that we were gonna why pizza. Yeah, why later? <laughs> uh, what else? I'd like to talk for a minute about the ice cream that comes oh from God. the pizza place. <laughs> yes, go ahead. It's just super good. So we get. We share one, mm-hmm. comes in a nice little glass bowl type thing, and we get chocolate sauce, cherries, mm-hmm. and pistachios. And we're I was all about the pistachio action because mm-hmm. of the saltiness. It just made it super good. I love it. Yeah. I always want it. I eat the whole thing. <laughs> we always finish our meal there completely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good spot. Uh, we also we were outside, which is we really were outside. Nice. That 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 was nice. It was very very nice because mm-hmm. it was quite loud in there when we were waiting. Yeah, I was a little concerned because it's been smoky, and I didn't. Uh, I was like, oh, is it going to be okay? But actually, this morning I took Winnie for a walk, and it was it was moderate, so it's like not too bad mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. So it has been pretty pretty bad the past couple of days. Yeah, just across the valley. Yeah. What else? What else is going on? Um. Oh, Profs Play is back on yeah. Twitch. We started our new season with Pokemon Unite. I showed Jeff some Prof of the Dota. clips. Prof Dota. <laughs> <laughs> well, good laugh. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a fun time. Um. Though I don't know. I, I I feel I feel weird because like Pokemon Unite is such an a, an interesting game. Like mm. I it's one of those games where like I said this to Jeff. Um, if I had continued playing Pokemon Unite uh, from launch, I think I would feel differently. I would have like better a bear, better characters, items. I, I also mm-hmm. don't pay any money for mm-hmm. this game, so it's it it can be really rough because the 
the losing streak was uh, hot, and then um, I'm not sure they have an amazing matchmaking. Algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the there aren't that many. You did have one very close game, but for the most part, it was like right. you either win pretty easily or you lose. Yeah, and I guess that's that. Yeah, so we were playing with some coordination, and then we had like a random player, and then well, I don't know who we were who we were up against. So, um, yeah, some of those battles were really rough. Like one of them was we were just destroyed. It was like eight hundred something to one hundred something, where it was just yeah. like, whoops, yeah. well. <laughs> so yeah, we're back, and uh, next week is October. All right, so we're on Fridays now at one p.m. On twitch.tv slash play. And next month is happening on next week, so October 1st. Ah. And it's also three of the four profs have a birthday in October. So oh. we've been extra, extra. So it's me, Sweater Wolf, and Prof A who have birthdays. Birthday month. And Jay does not. So we're we're just all like, what should we plan for our birthday? It's it's just fun. <laughs> so uh yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Cool. I don't know what else. What yeah, else yeah, is going on? It's fall. It's officially fall. So it is. We are moving to fall. Yeah, gonna be Christmas soon. Ooh, Juan's ready. Juan's ready. Okay, turn to page sixty-five. The port key. Today's lesson is called "From Here to There." The chapter begins with Harry, Ron, and the twins being awoken by Mrs. Weasley early in the morning. They need to prepare to leave for their Quidditch World Cup. Hermione and Ginny are with them, but Percy, Charlie, and Bill get to sleep in because they will just apparate later. On their walk to their destination, Mr. Weasley tells Harry about the process of getting 100,000 wizards to the Quidditch World Cup without breaking the Statute of Secrecy. They are to take a port key, which is a mundane object that teleports people on a predetermined schedule. They spread out to search for it, but a new voice belonging to Mr. Amos Diggory calls out that they found it. Harry meets Mr. Diggory and sees his son and their schoolmate, Cedric. Mm-hmm. This this chapter, sorry, I just I was like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> during the middle of your reading. No, no. Um, yeah, this like chapter it. is cute. It's it's pretty short. Yeah. Um so one of the first things I wrote is like how excited Arthur was to be like, Harry, do I look like a muggle? Yeah. It's just so cute. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just Too because big jeans. the way that they were described previously is like or when they were coming over, Harry was like thinking about the Weasleys and how they dress and long mm-hmm. robes and all this sort of stuff. And he was he was thinking about like, oh man, like they're coming to to they're gonna be walking around and whatever. Yep. So, yep. and we kind of talked about, I mean, we've we've occasionally talked about blending in with muggle life. Like, do they know pop culture stuff? Do they, I don't know, do they have like their stash of muggle have clothes? Have they heard of the Spice Girls? How do they? <laughs> yes. Yes. Have you, have you heard of the Spice Girls? This is an important Who is question. your favorite Spice Girl, Arthur Weasley? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was super cute. Um, but yeah, there was a lot about... Uh, apparating yeah. in here because uh, th- there is this discussion of like, okay, some of them get to that. I mean, they got to sleep in, so they didn't have to make a long trek to go find this port key. Oh, that's the one thing I forgot to do. I was going to watch the beginning because I'm pretty the sure the movie starts. Well, no. The, the, okay. The the movie starts with Harry or like with the Weasley is like walking up um 
up the hill and yeah. then it's like what's Cedric a porky Cedric's in the tree, the tree and he's just like what's up I'm uh what's a porky Edward Cullen isn't that the name of the the vampire I Twilight? Don't anyway know. sorry I, every time he jumps from the tree I just I, I keep thinking that it's like Edward because it's just so weird it's like it's such an interesting choice for, yes, for Cedric yes, to be yes, just hopping out of the tree Anyway, so that's where um, he found the port key and had to knock it down. I don't know. Yeah, so uh, that that line that scene always stands out to me because it's like, "What's a port key?" What's a port key? And the port key is very important to this story, or yes, like the is. concept of a port key. Can and- we? This is actually what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, which is from as I often do, bringing the perspective of J.K. Rowling. I'm wondering if, or thinking about it from her hypothetical perspective, do you think? She made up port keys in this book. Do I? I don't. Think... First, I don't remember them coming up before. Um. Okay. I have an entry on port keys. Um. I mean, there. Regardless of whether she like knew of them before, um, she definitely like fleshed out some sort of like well, this established is my... thing in the wizarding world. Uh, sure. So. One of the things bef- uh, before Portkey that I looked at was um, apparich- apparition, right. and um, that was actually mentioned in Chamber. Well, also Dobby, but like uh, we saw it in. Oh my gosh, where is it? Where is it? The first mention of it is in Chamber of Secrets, Chapter mm. Five. Well, I guess we didn't hmm. we didn't get the description like we knew that Dobby could just like hop. I don't think it was oh, described Dobby. as that. Yeah, Is yeah. It Dobby? No, no, no. It's um the Ford Anglia. So Harry and Ron stole the car to fly to Hogwarts and Harry's concerned about how the Weasleys will get back and Ron is like don't worry, they can apparate back home. So that's the first mention of it. So at least a- apparating is like discussed. Um I don't know about Porky's. Hmm. Because my thought was, I was wondering if she needed to solve this problem, which is, how does Harry get to the graveyard? Mm. Right. I wonder if she has this sort of climactic scene developed mm-hmm. in her mind, like, we need this confrontation. She starts to develop how Voldemort will regain his body. Mm-hmm. They want Harry. They'll get Harry. It's how does he get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, maybe he touches something and it sends them there. Right? It's teleportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's yeah. I don't think I don't think it's much. So I'm gonna have to look at a different wiki to see because all I have on the port key is from the official Wizarding world website which is mostly it's not going to give you like little trivia pieces like that it's just going to give you like this is what it is and this is some story that jk rolling um you know so um it's uh one of the things is that okay so i well actually the other thing that i'm thinking about is so in contrast of so for magical transportation you have you can fly by broom. You yep. can what else can you do? You can apparate. You can uh, on here it says thestrals, flying cars, and dragons. Quick, quick dragon <laughs> no, ride. I mean, flying cars. I think is just a, a an N of one. It's Arthur Weasley. Yep. Um, but unless that would flying be flying motorcycle. It would be funny if he had like a side business, a side hustle where he was just like selling cars. <laughs> 
flying cars. According to Cindy uh-huh. and the Harry Potter wiki, the first appearance of the Porky was this book. Awesome. Thank you. So potential uh, corroboration of this idea that it was developed but, in response to a need to the plot. Well, a need perhaps to the plot, but also to the sort of like there would need to be connecting back to the statute of secrecy. And especially with this bigger thing of like you have a Quidditch World Cup, like right. whichever came first. I don't know. I'm not really that interested in. But like um how would a bunch of witches and wizards get there? And Arthur kind of explains that he has this somewhat expository type of thing to explain to Harry of how do they how do they manage something like that? So we know that the ministry, especially with the statute of secrecy, is trying to keep you're not you're not trying to make any and yourself known. So yeah. they have this coordination. They have we talked about the people that work uh, in this uh, committee or office or whatever, right, right. and like they plan it. And then we learn that people who have like worse seats like get there two weeks before yep. and stuff like that. So there's these cycles. But this on here is talking about like if you want to travel by daylight, like flying by broom, flying car, dragon, Thestral is not. It's not what you should do. So there yep. needs to be another way. And especially because apparating, um, you need to be of age. Well, it's 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 not that you physically can't apparate. It's right. that um, there's like laws, just like, you know, driving, you need a license sort of thing. So that it's more regulated. And then the other option that we've seen is flu powder, but flu that powder. requires a fireplace, and it's not like it you know. So there's to the it needs to be connected to the mm-hmm. network. So there needs to be another form of transportation that allows. Well, that's how movement, the ministry you know? works, right? Aren't there just tons of fireplaces? Oh, yeah, I guess the toilets. Because it feels like employees basically connect yeah. their home uh-huh. to the ministry if they work there, and that's how they get to work for the most part. Yeah. Right. Well, there's also the toilet. But and that's the toilet, the- <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah, there yeah. are these different, <laughs> yeah, so thinking about the concept of you need to keep the witches and wizards in secret, but they need to move around. So yep. how can you do that in the daytime? Like, what would they be able to do? Well, I want to say that if this is true, that she developed the porky in response to this, in part, in response to this need to get Harry to the graveyard later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's really interesting. She does such a good job of kind of fleshing it out, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is, if you look book to book, there are basically a series of things that don't really get discussed in the book prior, but are easily integrated into like the entirety of the wizarding world. So Cindy goes on here to say like Mm -hmm. that there's, References to Porky's back into the 1300s. Yeah, I, well, but I you, have a story about yeah, a Porky oh, from the wizarding world. So it's about like, so secrecy, mm. mass movement, you're planning it. So choosing a Porky. So this is what they do. They go out into this moor, like, I don't know how far away it is from their house, but like somewhat near their house that they could walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they find this Porky. It's gar- it's a piece of garbage <laughs> that they have piece to find. Uh, accidents have occurred, however. Two muggle dog walkers found themselves accidentally transported to a Celestina Warbeck concert <laughs> in 2003. Oh my gosh, what a trip. <laughs> because their dogs had run off with an old trainer on 
Clapham Common, leaving an anguished crowd of witches and wizards to frantically look or to look frantically for their port key on a stretch of empty grass, hopefully seizing old crisp packets and cigarette ends. That's what they were looking for. Um, one of the muggle dog walkers was even invited on stage by Celestina <laughs> to perform a duet of a cauldron full of hot, strong love. <laughs> While the memory charm placed upon him by a harried <laughs> ministry official seemed to take at the time, he has since written a popular muggle song that bears an uncanny re- resemblance to Celestina's worldwide hit. Miss Warbeck is not amused. So, I mean, yeah, flushing out, like, now that you have this magical item, like, what are some historical things? So dating back to the 1300s, but then a very, 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 very specific story about an accident. They definitely that- know the Spice Girls <laughs> if they know this guy wrote the song. But yeah. Uh, well, that that also leads to this whole department of, well, it's the Department of Magical Accidents and whatever it's called, where you have the squad. the accidental magic reversal squad all these things that there's so many things i said this in one of the the last episodes we recorded like there are so many potential things that can go wrong i cannot believe that they still exist as a society or they existed this long as a society underground like hidden there's so many things yeah how do more students not die Oh, gosh, rip. Speaking of, so Cedric. <laughs> rip Cedric. Yes. Cedric. Actually, so, yeah, we we met Cedric before. I love the little details of kind of just like the, the way of reminding you because it comes through in Fred and George. They're just kind of like, hey, <laughs> um, where they, they're they still kind yeah, of holding a grudge that He caught Cedric, the snitch when Harry yeah. got attacked by a Dementor. Yeah. yeah, okay, so I wrote that down because, oh my God, Amos, like, calm oh, down. Yeah, no. Like, super aggressive. <laughs> so aggressive. Harry's a 14-year-old kid, man. Just... Come on. Actually, it's super realistic. It is so realistic, but so, yeah, it's like so, take so aggressive. People take their kids' sports and really, it's like, really seriously. Okay, yeah. like... Um, one falls off his broom, one stays on. You don't need to be a genius to tell which one's the better flyer. Ha, ha, ha. Right, Harry? And I'm mm-hmm. just like, come on, dude. That's right. <laughs> He's right. You can tell your grandchildren that you beat the famous Harry Potter. It's just so weird. Like, it reminds me again. There's a note in there about Harry being uncomfortable because uh, people are like, Harry Potter? But it's just so weird. Harry? It's just, it must be so cringy to be like, yeah, just to be famous and then to have people come up to you and just be like, Harry Potter? My son's better than you yeah. at flying. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You're a real piece of God. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's, it is an interesting scene. It plays out a little bit differently in the movie. They yeah. make Mr. Diggory much more uh, excited to see Harry and, and actually quite jovial and even um, fatherly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where he's oh, like, oh, real pleasure, man. you know, real pleasure. I really like Goblet of Fire as a movie. I know that yeah. there's some parts that I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, Ron and Hermione can chill out a bit, but it's it's played very well because that's what it's what yep. they're dealing with. <laughs> but um, I just like the way I love the movie, the way visually they connect back to. And uh, yeah, these like little choices of like, OK, you're going to make. Cedric's dad more not aggressive but like more relatable. Although it probably could have worked either way. I don't know. Well, I 
also like Goblet of Fire. And I think something that's true for me generally with the books is that I like them more as they go on. Mm -hmm. So like I like basically them in order up until I would flip six and seven. I like book six the most. But I think like book four, and it makes sense to me because I'm such a sucker for big worlds getting to see bigger and bigger worlds and so the books get longer so i'm like yeah, i like yeah. them when they're longer because i'm like <laughs> i like yes i like more yes. so i'm but i like in the next chapter mm -hmm. we meet ludo bagman and the bagman crouch foiling of each other is gonna be great I, they're just so enjoyable that they come as a pair it's hilarious but i think there's a lot going on in the movie as well Mm-hmm. They did a really good job at taking an extremely long book and making a movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With one fatal mistake. <laughs> did you put your name in the god? <laughs> but they created new content. Fa yeah, fatal because it, it created memes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The best meme. Yeah, the best meme. That we love to to quote all the yeah, time. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. It's that'll be fun when we get to that. Because Dumbledore of, says it calmly. Yeah, I wanna see impressions of like how would people how would people like want that expressed calmly? Cause I, I like how would you say it? I when I joke how about it, I I'm it? like, Harry. Did, did you, you put, put your, your name? name? Yeah, yeah, like that. What a fire. Yeah. And it's funny because Harry, have a sweet. So in that scene, oh, oh gosh, we we'll, we can talk about it. Yeah, it's, say, coming. That, it's coming. When that scene happens, like there's just like everyone's like all going off. So oh my gosh, yeah. I wonder how it would have felt. Of to course, just, like, he is lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I have a lot of apparitions, just like random facts. Yeah, I this guess. we learned I about splinching. Oh yeah, splinching. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, there's a lot with apparating oh, I know that happens that throughout the series. We're told that the people who split themselves didn't get injured. I wonder if it's because it was able to be reversed because we will find yes. out that in the future somebody does splinch and it hurts very badly, very badly. So it may be. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, I think that it was more that it was just like they don't. Well, actually, no, no, I don't know. So, so some of my facts about apparating is that um, there's something about because there's like a there's kind of like a safe distance, <laughs> mm. you know, so you have like the the test, you have the licensing, um, which is granted to wizard, which is wizards of age, which is 17. Uh, but you can still try, I guess. And like, it, whatever. But like, um it becomes more difficult as the distance increases. I think that just like makes sense physically, even though this is magic, so it doesn't have to make sense, but okay. And and uh, only highly trained wizards would try intercontinental apparition. Yes. So this is very useful because I had had this thought when we rewatched um, The Crimes of Grindelwald. No, no, the one before that. The movie Fantastic, Fantastic Beast, Beast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Newt takes a boat. He does take a boat across yeah. the across the ocean. Yeah, it's like why didn't he just apparate? This helps. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they they need to be super like highly trained, probably powerful because eventually like Harry does get some training. We'll see that later. There's like an apparating. Yeah, there's there's like three D's. Um, I wrote it down somewhere that that you need to. Oh, yeah. I remember that in the destination. Determination and deliberation are the three Ds, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So there. Okay, this is this took me down another rabbit hole because on this wiki that I was browsing through, there there was a note that said that it's po- it's possible that there might even be laws against international apparition, and mm. it, the reference was from the wombat, which is a an examination. Yes. Uh, Wizard's Ordinary Magic and Basic Aptitude Test. And so this test was um, like posted on J.K. Rowling's original website a long time ago. And it was mostly like Harry Potter trivia, but then it was framed as a test of like a test of basic things in the wizarding world. Mm. And so I found a link to it and I think that we should take it one day where we 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 take the wombat and see like, because there's a question on there about um, it whether it, true or false, international apparition is outlawed or something like that, and I don't know the answer. It didn't tell me the answer. It just well, has like the quiz, so I'm like, oh, okay. Like a lot of laws, if so, only not always, because it seems like there were exceptions here with being able to apparate to the Quidditch World Cup. Like there must be, yeah. there could be a suspension of the rules. Oh, well, thinking of magical so transportation. We also see the flying carriage and the ship. Don't, I Wait, can't what? remember in this book, the oh. ship, the schools. I'm wondering if, is that what happens in the book? I guess we'll find out. I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, so like going back though, it's not, it's not that it's impossible, just like mm. laws don't like make things physically impossible. No, no, right, right. No. It's just that no. to discourage, you make a law. Yeah, yeah. To no, disincentivize no, no, no. it or whatever. Yeah, to, yeah. To punish people to not do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I imagine that, uh, so we have splinching, but I imagine like perhaps irreversible splinching might occur or something like that. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No idea. Yeah. Um, also, it is not, it's pol- impolite to apparate just into someone's house. It's uh, the equivalent of just, you know, kicking in their yeah, door. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, underage apparition is tracked by the ministry via the trace, which I have. I still have the questions trace. about the trace. Do you think Hermione outlawed the trace? trace? Like, did get got rid of it? Oh no. Do you think no, the trace is being used by the unforgivable to recruit members like Constance Pickering? Sorry, I'm on a Wizards Unite tangent now. Okay, the I think the trace is, is disaster. The trace is a disaster. <laughs> I get, I get the the like where where it's coming from. Like if it's I even don't. if it's not from a a good place. Like I get the marketing of it of like oh we need to keep children safe. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I'm not saying I I agree with like yeah. tracking. No, the people. marketing is good. <laughs> but I get like how you can rally people to be like yeah this seems fine and necessary. Uh, <laughs> now I'm looking forward to like book six or whenever we learn about the trace and I'm like how it actually works. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, also, another thing, according to Lupin, 
Uh, this is not until way later, so we haven't actually read this part yet. Uh, it's impossible to track anyone who apparates unless you grab hold of them as they mm. disappear. Mm. Which I imagine is probably really hard because they're like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It happens in seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably why, because it is citing Deathly Hallows as like that reference. And yeah, so that's 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 a lot of stuff with apparitions. It's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's a oh, lot of stuff. Okay, but no one can apparate or disapparate inside of Hogwarts because mm. of magical protections. So what I was thinking is like, well, why don't you just have magical? Well, it doesn't seem because that the going back to the apparating into someone's house, like it. Most witches and wizards don't have security systems or like magical protections in place to prevent people from doing so. It's just kind of like right. a social norm of like you just don't do right, this. Right, right. But like, I don't know. If you can make magical protections, why don't you just protect more places? It's expensive. I don't know. Maybe it uses material <laughs> or think- something. The ministry probably has protections, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd or think at least so. like the Department of Mysteries would, you would probably think so, have. like yeah. guard guard the veil. Well, we know Don't that. let I mean, someone yes, operate in there. Locks and doors and stuff is pretty scary. Although kids get down there, but <laughs> kids get down there. <laughs> a handful of kids just pop there into the old uh, brain room here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I was thinking about. I think it's the beginning of book six when Dumbledore and Harry apparate together and they go to a house and the Dumbledore specifically apparates to like the sidewalk outside the house and then they walk up to the house. So like, yeah. he follows that custom. Yes. Very interesting. Very mm-hmm. interesting. And then of course, I think we know that Dobby house elves can apparate in house elves can, can apparate anywhere, which is actually and interesting. In fact, like- we learned that apparition is going to be broken at Malfoy Manor in yes. book seven. However, it is hijacked. Well, it is. There are magical overcome. protections. Right. That's what that I'm are, saying. Yeah, so yeah. It can be done, but there must be some. Maybe it has to be maintained like daily, you know? They have to cast the spells. Somehow I imagine like Flitwick and McGonagall wake up and then they're like, eh, or, no apparating here. Or it's like, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like, what would it. Maybe it's just like, it's like. <laughs> socially people don't think that it's necessary mm-hmm. i don't know culturally mm-hmm. it's like oh why would i do this unless i'm trying yeah. to hide something yeah <laughs> no idea yeah that's good stuff yeah short chapter oh, i'm sad that molly took all of the the toffees the, yeah the toffees and i was like oh i am like we obviously six months on those <laughs> i'm obviously on fred and george's side yes <laughs> I'm like, no i know you are <laughs> So am I. <laughs> Molly, what are you doing? You're not listening. Yeah, I mean, you gotta listen. And then she has to like dagger and be like, oh, well, if you didn't spend that time working on that, you could, could have, have done more... better on your test. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, my God. Got him. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Well, okay. So back to the house elf thing about uh, perhaps the spell being specific to certain beings. I was wondering then if like, you know, because different different beings probably have access to different magic. So what right. if we learned apparition from house elves? Yeah, or, or something like that. I don't it, know. It's even possible that the house elf isn't apparating, that it's a different type of Ooh, magic. That, that altogether. could also be possible. Yeah. Uh also are they 
Did they have a name before house elves? Now that I'm thinking about it, like probably just elves, elves right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I just called it a house elf, but I was like, wait, but what if you you don't have like a master? Or Either not, elves like, or know? houses, and I don't think houses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it's what? Ooh, I have one last thing. About, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's not exciting. It's just I forgot okay. to finish my portkey story. All right. J.K. Rowling said that the name portkey comes from the French porter, meaning to carry, and the word key. In the sense of secret or trick. Hmm. To carry secret, a secret or trick. Yeah, I also love the idea that these porkies are supposed to be like a litter. Yeah. <laughs> like somehow I'm imagining like a litter, like a litter pickup campaign and they just get teleported, <laughs> teleported all over the place. They're like, oh, hey. Yeah. You have like a, a one person and they're like, oh, let's just go pick up muggle trash. And then we'll come and we'll put it in our port key factory. Not, not a real thing, but you know what I mean. Like we'll make them port keys and uh, yeah, we'll just pick up people's trash. Uh, she also said, I don't like to boast, but I own a real port key. The key to the U.S. city of Laporte, which was given to me by Emerson Spatz, the founder of the fan site MuggleNet.com. So <laughs> there you go. There's your fun fact for today. J.K. Rowling owns a key to the city of Laporte. <laughs> So random. Uh, magnificent. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> That's a good place to stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Until next time. Until next time. One's, One's ready. ready.